We met on the gram, became instant BFFs, and we're two girls here to empower women to be self-reliant. Hey, I'm Amy, founder of Alexa Athletica. And I'm Emily, the creator of Stami Tactical. And we are Not, not Your, your average, average Gun, gun girls. girls. We're calling on our friends, industry insiders, and speaking to people about major moments in their lives. We talk guns, personal safety, shared lifestyle tips, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your vav because you, you can, can sit with, with us. season four freshen the dust off these mics these mics they got got a little dusty and not just because we took a break we also moved and i didn't move you moved we both moved yeah oh you mean you i mean you moved i moved but like i moved from i moved to dallas but then i moved yes yeah well here we are we're back we've missed you guys we've missed everybody and i've i've missed being behind the mic i know you have too and but yeah I, i feel like whenever we take these breaks for our seasons it's just like so much life happens in between know, our episodes. So, we don't mean to. It's just no. like it just happens and then here we are. And we, you're in a new house. I'm in a new house. We finally bought a house, found a house Woo-hoo! in Dallas. So we are like putting the roots down. Awesome. I mean, we were never going to go anywhere anyway. But now you're like really not going to go. Really yeah, you're gonna really go not going to go anywhere. You, you mm-hmm. got me. You're stuck with me. So, so how are you loving the fact that I remember when I saw you, I came to stay with you in D.C., and that, like, I stayed in y'all's, your house, and the Our space, like, the space difference. I mean, do you get to Texas, and you're just like, wow, yes. this the space is amazing. Love Are you loving space. it? I love the space. Good. I don't like the driving, but I love the space. Yeah, there's some trade-offs, for sure, when you're used to... I remember when you're like, okay, we need to look for neighborhoods so you can walk everywhere. I and I was like, I don't think you do. Not like the neighborhoods you can usually rock, walk everywhere in Dallas. It might not be the ones that you want to live in, Emily, but. No, we're not really walking anywhere. I mean, like we're walking, but like not the way I was like, had this like vision in my head that it basically I was going to be, you know, DC, Emily in Dallas and just like walking everywhere to get my coffee and all this stuff. Like I have to drive everywhere and I'm fine. I'm fine with it. You've gotten used to it. It's part of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we put roots down. We're not leaving. Good. Loving the space, loving our house. And then you moved, got into a bigger house because you've got two little babies. Yeah. We, I mean, we outgrew our, our place like real fast. Um, you know, we were like, okay, with my son, we're fine. We can, we can handle this. And then, you know, 17 months later, here comes my daughter and we're like, wow, we are kind of on top of each other. And it would be nice. The biggest thing for us was a yard. Yeah. We wanted a place where the kids can grow up and play outside and, and, you know, just be able to run around and do all that. And so it was not easy because, you know, Texas, the, the real estate. Yeah. Boom just like hit all at one time when we were looking for a house and things were going left mm-hmm. and right before they even got in the market and they right. would have 20 bids on them. And we're like, are we ever going to find I a know. spot, you know, but luckily we did. And yeah, we got moved in earlier this year, 2023 and, uh, we're loving it. It's, it's nice, pretty much the same area, but we're, we're loving it. Yeah. And we have a new studio. We're in a new studio. I was going to say, lots of newness going on around here. I think it's good to like start like fresh. I know. And I love this space. I mean, uh, we love our studios. I love, I love the whole look of it. I love the lighting. I love everything that you did with, with the artwork. I'm still like looking at all of it going, I love this. looks great. Yeah. It's just, 
it's a good place to bring bring guests, which yeah. we've got a lot of really good guests yeah, lined we got up. A lot. We for don't, this we, season. Well, we we sit and think. So don't think that we don't think about this show when we're on break because we do. We're we think about down. it and we talk about it all the time. <laughs> we count down the days until we are going to start recording. What are we yep. going to launch it? What are we going to do? Who's who's going to come on the yep. show? And this season we are really focused on. We have some access to really amazing people inside and outside of the industry, but really just people with great stories. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them we have not been able to get in the past seasons. Just schedules haven't lined up. That's always the worst. Like we always have such great guests, but like trying to get that schedule lined up, Oh, it's just like, yeah. I understand people are busy, but it's just like, sometimes you get so close and it's like last minute, like, no, we can't do it. Like, oh, okay. Well, we've been really fortunate too, because a lot of our friends, a lot of people in the industry live in Dallas or come to Dallas for yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And we try to snatch them and get them on the right. show when they're here. And, um, you know, we've got YWLS that's coming mm-hmm. up. So when we're there, we've got, um, a lineup. Hopefully everyone's schedules mm-hmm. still remain the same. It's kind of a, a crapshoot when we go to YWLS. Yeah, just... Everyone's here and there and running around and yep. you know, they, they don't everyone's like, Yes, I will come on the show. Well, because and then like everyone wants come to come up. on the show and we want to have them on the show, but it's also why to be blessed. So it's like, well, there's also speakers that we want to see and it's like trying to juggle that. Like I wanna interview but somebody speaking and yeah. I know we, they've got a good lineup of speakers this year and I'm just like I want to see some of these so it's just like hmm, maybe I can like hear somebody can record it for me or well, I'll just like watch it usually quicker they're faster episodes yeah. they're just quick hits yeah. to get the people on that we yeah. want to get let introduce our audience introduce you guys to kind of what's going on yeah and, and YWS is fun in that way and I think that's why I like getting people in and like talking to them for you know 15 minutes is just like, it's good. Cause like One it thing moves we, really fast. We've been stressing about, so the whole theme for this year's YWS is seventies. And <laughs> I have not been sh- more stressed about a, I know the, the text <laughs> messages, <conference>. the <laughs> images of like trying to find like looks. It's, I don't know. Well, like, like, do we go like a costume and look se- like seventies is really hard. I've already done. I didn't do, I wasn't born in the seventies, but seventies were already coming back when I was in like yeah. junior high. So I, did 70s back then i did the bell bottoms the platform shoes the the paisley dresses (laughs) the bell sleeves the fringe the hair parted down the middle you know like i've done it all and so i feel like this generation the girls are all going to ywls are like this is gonna be so fun because they haven't done it yet they haven't lived through this yet Well, i feel like for like you and i when we hear 70s or any kind of like decade type uh, par theme, like we go into like, okay, well costume, like you do it up and like, that's what you think. But it's like, well, not a YWS. Like that's like YWS in general is like straight up fashion show, no matter if there's a theme. So it's just like, well, we need to find that mix because I don't want to go like costume. I still want to look like chic, but and stylish, but like in that seventies era. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do. I know. I've been trying to because I don't Spend like Spend time looking. And I'm like, I don't know what to... I was thinking maybe for the influencer event, get dressed, throw yeah. on something that'll be 70s. But then when the other girls are like, no, it's like 70s the whole time. I'm like... Yeah, I think the most oh, you're okay. going to get is like some flared jeans, bell-bottom-esque thing from me. I'm not going to yeah. go... Go we'll also be cute. We'll yeah. still get to bring our the you know the fashion from YWLS. Yeah. Do a quick video of everybody yeah. and see what everyone has has put together because you know people. Are I mean very that creative. is like right, and I feel like that is like part of like the fun of YWS is like seeing what everyone's wearing. Yep, because like the I mean because it's not just like it's women of all ages, but it's really targeted to young women and these young girls that show up like 
are no joke. Like they bring it. And it's just like, I'm like, I love that. I love that. I love that. Like, yeah, it's my favorite event. Yeah. I, I love that. It, event. it, it mm-hmm. is the, uh, it is the best event that uh, turning point puts together. Well, in our, in our opinion, I'm sure they probably think, you know, Amfester, <laughs> one of their other ones is, but like, we love YWLS. We love YWLS. Yes. So excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think, I, gosh, like what else has been going on? With you, with us, since since we last got behind these microphones. Not too much. I mean, we've really been consumed with our move. Like moving, unpacking, yeah. and like getting organized. I think that's the thing. It's like when you move into a house, like I, I need like life to stop. Because I want to like get my stuff organized. I want to get like unpacked and I want to start living. I hate the whole like living out of boxes. Even when we were renting, when we first moved here, there was still like... I hadn't unpacked all my shoes. Like I still had boxes of, we had garage shelving in our master bedroom because we still had boxes that hadn't been unpacked. And it was just like, I was like, I need to turn everything off and I need to just focus on the house. And plus it was like the first house we bought here. So it was Mm -hmm. just like, I wanted to, you know, spend time making it like a home. Yep. Oh yeah. We still have any, I still have, I'm still not unpacked. I mean, (laughs) I I don't really know. I told my husband, I was like, okay. It is time to get like decor on the kids' walls. Yeah. It's time. Like it's been sitting in a box. We gotta get it in, you know, my son's room. We gotta get stuff on the like, I just we need to make this feel like our home. And then, you know, right when you do that, then you're gonna feel like you wanna change everything yeah. again. And so it's yeah, we're still there's still a few boxes in our own room. That's been the no, last we have those that's the last on the priority list is getting that roof done. But it was okay, it was priority list was kitchen. Oh, 100%. Yeah, kitchen. Game, game room and then sleeping arrangements for the kids in yeah. their room. Like As long as they've got that stuff, I feel like, okay, we can we can start living yeah. in the home. And I did want to get their closets all organized and get their clothes out because they're changing so fast and growing so big. It's like, okay, you only have this season for these clothes. If you wait, you'll never... Right. Then you're going to be taking them you know, to the resale shop or donating them or whatever you're doing with your clothes and then... Yeah, yeah, it'll just like, yeah, that was never get it was done. Like, it was like kitchen and like our master bedroom. I was like, I need to have that. Like, this is the first time, I kid you not, that we've had like a legit bed. Like when we lived in DC, we just had our mattresses like on a, on a frame, like no headboard, like nothing nice. It was just, you know, a bedroom with like yeah. a dresser. And like now I'm like, nope, I want like a nice bed. Like I want it to be like sanctuary. I want it yep. to, I don't want it to be a store, basically like a storage, a storage unit. Cause room. that's how, like even in DC, like we were, getting those walls were shrinking pretty quick uh-huh. and it was just like boxes here just like clothes piling up here and then especially when we were renting it was just like like i'm sick of like sleeping in a storage unit i yeah i, the I think i like two be. kids to that mix i'm like i, I don't it's, I, it's, it's like, the stuff just piles up even more <laughs> i mean it's insane drew was really excited because we he now has a room to like get all of the guns and ammo oh, and yeah. everything completely well, stored away safely, but then put, you know, get everything like have organized. It, like organized where, you know, like yes. if you need to go to the range, like I need this, this, mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I think yeah. that's like, it's like the simplest things and yeah. like just getting organized and the 1000 trips to target and container store. Oh yeah. That was like, just here, take all my money. <laughs> <laughs> like every day I got to go to container store. I got to go to container store, either returning something or getting something. But like, I feel like, what did we do without container store? Before container store was like a thing. Yeah. I, I don't. Where did people, did people do, like, where did people organize stuff? Maybe that wasn't. Like, Maybe we, people threw things away more. And I feel like I'm very good about that. Yeah. Like I like to get rid of stuff and like purge stuff. And like, I don't like to have a lot of just like stuff unless like it's stuff that I'm being like, I'm using. Like before that, like even growing up, I'm trying to think. 
we didn't have a lot of like containers in our house. You know, like like things were like organized neatly oh, and no. like these little yeah, whatever plastic clear transparent yeah. little bins and like that that just didn't exist. Yeah, not that I remember. I mean, I remember having like a toy box for my yeah. toys, and that was that. you know, there was like a game room closet. And I guess you put them, in, but you just kind of put them in there. And but I feel like too, then I probably wasn't even really paying attention to that stuff because I didn't care. Yeah, like that was like oh, this is my parents. I was like, big on I was big on organizing my closet, and yeah. I've I've always been that way. But then once I shared a closet with my husband, who is not big on organizing, I'm like, we need to have like a his or her closet. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Like yeah. that is that is the one thing I wish we had in this house, Mike, because I love to have everything like pristine, mm-hmm. color coded, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I'll, I'll I even like like to have my hangers all aligned. Oh, drives yeah. me nuts when I'm like out of a hanger and I have to go use a mismatched hanger. Mm-hmm. It just like yeah, drives I do not me crazy. do the mismatch hanger thing. Yeah, but I've like, always been like that. I always at least had my closet. And also it helped me know, like, when my little sister was, like, stealing my clothes. If I came in there was an empty <laughs> hanger, I would know exactly. Like, you know. I did. I would know exactly what it was, and I'd go, like, on the hunt, like, looking for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like, with my closet, like, having my shoe, having all my shoes out, and then, like, I know this is so dumb, but, like, all my jeans are, like, hanging in one section. <laughs> Before they were just, like, folded in dressers on piles. And I'm just, like, after I got all my jeans organized, I was just, like... See, I thought we got I'm you moved gonna... away from only wearing jeans. No, you did, because my <laughs> new problem is I'm overrun with Alexo, and I basically need, like, two huge, deep dresser drawers to, like, organize all my Alexo. I know. I have my... I got, like, a whole new rack put in there, because I used to have it all put together, just because I didn't have a lot of closet space, and now I have, like, a whole new rack. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to now... This is, like, the Alexo part of our closet, and that's it. Like, that's the only stuff that's 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 going on there. Mm -hmm. Well, but I... So I started working... So Alexo joined um, a nonprofit group gosh, probably a couple of years ago. Um, and I started helping them cause I love the mission of the yeah. organization. And, um, so I've been helping out with that, but I, I like have, I can't wear Alexo all day long. I mean, <laughs> I, I could, think, like, I could, but I, I'm not an athletic wear well, I all think, day like, long. We went, to so. lunch, we went up for lunch one day and you showed up and I was like, wow. What? Why do you have on heels? You, yeah, you own heels? Like you, you own owned, dresses? I, I knew you own dresses, but like you were wearing stuff. I'm like, what happened to your Lexa? Oh, Run the Runway, though, has been a lifesaver yeah. for me at helping out with this because I, I don't have time to go shopping. Yeah. I don't like trying on clothes. And so I just get a membership with Run the Runway. And I mean, I it's so good because you can like just change out. Oh, it's so nice. Clothes. You can change it out. And then I know exactly which designers fit my yeah. body type. Because I have some people that like have not had luck with Rent the Runway. And I guess maybe it's just what I need it for right. with more business professional, but it has definitely got me thinking it's so much, so hard to carry my gun on my body when I'm wearing a dress. And like, I know everyone's like, well, just wear a thigh holster. Right. Just, it's not that simple. I mean, I just haven't gotten comfortable with a thigh holster right. and I need to, like, there's been a lot going on in Dallas. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. mean, I'm driving like to Dallas, yes. Dallas, which I don't want to make it sound like it's bad. Like Dallas is one of the best cities <laughs> in the world, but crime has gone up substantially yeah. in Dallas County and some of the places that I'm going, like, I do not want to go down here without mm. my firearm. Right. And here I am like in a dress and high heels. Where am I supposed to carry this? Right. Where am I supposed to carry this gun? Like it was just so much easier always wearing activewear. Well, of course. Always having a place to put it. And right. now I'm like, I have to think about, I went back to like when I got started on this yeah. journey, I was like, I remember why I created Alexa now, because I now have to think about, okay, Mm -hmm. 
with this dress, what's the gun that's going to fit comfortably and not show like in this type of... all the things that, like, all the things. enter your brain when you're entering that lifestyle and trying to think about concealed carry. You're just like, wait. Yeah. And then, I, like, then you realize... It basically, like, changes your day. Like, you really have to plan it out. Absolutely have to plan it out. And you have to also think, like, okay, you. I remember why women don't do this. Why they just like, eh. Yeah. Or, yeah. If it's too, if it's too complicated, the chances are they're not mm-hmm. going to do it. They're mm-hmm. not going to get involved. But since we last did this, I want to say like had the, the shooting that just happened on the street from you when you went out to that go was... get it was, that was after we stopped recording. Yes. That was after. I mean, and when you called me, you're like, I was getting dinner and I heard this going on in the parking lot, like right next to me. Yeah. I'm like, you live in a really nice part of town. <laughs> I know. This is what we keep saying. We're like, it, it's just like the crime is up everywhere. The it's crime everywhere. is up and people, these, this notion, this idea of being in a safe I know, area, a safe part of town. I mean, safety to me just. It, like you can have that perception of safety. Like, sure. Like, do you feel like, is this a safer part of town or is this like do I feel safer in this hotel or you know whatever yeah but there's still like that true reality of it's only as safe as what's happening like sure you can have a sense of safety right (laughs) exactly you know until something happens you're like okay I don't really feel safe anymore or could I have done something to me because I think that shooting was like straight carjacking they wanted like somebody's like they did but it was like it's seven o'clock at night on a really busy night in a really busy area Mm -hmm. I'm just like what were these kids thinking the guy to my knowledge I think the guy they were trying to carjack ended up being a concealed carry holder and right I like there were so many different things that I read but I think like he had fired at one of them because I think there was three people Y'all, like broad daylight, because it was still light outside at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. People are carjacking people in mm-hmm. really nice areas in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like blowing my mind. And, you know, it's like, okay, this is just driving home this point that we're trying to make to everybody right. that it doesn't matter where you think you're safe, how safe you think you are. The best that we can do is just kind of be prepared. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think like always just talking about it and sharing and saying, hey, be situationally aware, like, yeah. you know, be aware of your surroundings, just be aware of what's happening and where you're at, because yeah. I think that's the most important thing. I read an article yesterday about, um, the Katie trails a big, oh, do you run gosh. on the Katie trail? Run. <laughs> <laughs> do you take turbo on runs down uh, on the Katie trail? Yes. We do our walks there sometimes. Yes. yes. And so it's like this, they said that this guy is being under investigated because he's sexually assaulted multiple right. women on the Katie trail. I'm like, I don't know how. And there was another was, I think it was Katie trail as well. There was like a, another dude who was like taking f- like photos of like women or something like that. And I believe that was, it was either Katie trail or over on white rock. I can't remember, but I want to say it was Katie trail. Cause one was like that dude in like that backpack they shared that picture of. And then okay. one was like an older man, like with gray hair. And I was like, I know Katie trail is so freaking popular populated all the and time. populated all the mm-hmm. time. Like the only time it's like, well, I would say sketchy is like when I've gone there, like in the evening and it's like starting to get like dark and then that's like less, less and less. Yeah. People. I would never go on the Katie trail at nighttime <laughs> or like before the sun comes up, like never. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually there in the morning, like yeah. early morning. And yet it stinks because it's about to get really hot. 
oh, in yeah. Texas. And if oh, you yeah. want to go on a run, you, you kind have of to need go. to do it before the sun gets right. up. <laughs> Otherwise, it's really hot and it is really hard to get that work. And so I understand the rub. I understand the conundrum that people are in. And it's just, you know, it's, but in this area, like you just really have to so make sure I've, that you're prepared. When we were renting, I and even in DC, I wasn't on like the next door app. Like it wasn't an yeah. app that I, like in DC, I didn't need it. And when I was renting, it just wasn't, I don't know. I didn't think about it. I don't even know why when we moved here, like I was like, oh, let me get on next door. Something like, I don't know, whatever. I was like, let me get on Are next door. Are you glad you got on next door now? No. Or more like, no. oh man. <laughs> it's the worst. Like, don't get on that app. But like between next door and there's another app called, I believe it's called Citizens. Yep. Which like kind of like pinpoints like where things are like, I don't know if it's, it's fed off police reports or like who's feeding the citizens app, but it kind of tells you like if there's an accident or if, like where there's been activity of like certain, mm-hmm. I don't want to say criminal activity because I know there's been accidents reported on citizens app, but like it kind of like shows you like kind of like a, like a What's GPS map. around the city. Yeah. yeah. Like different areas of like things that have been reported. Um, so like I go on that a lot and like when that shooting happened, I was like on there trying to figure out what was happening. And then like the next door app too, it's just like trying to read what people are saying, yeah. but like people minus the poor animal situation of like everyone like trying to rehome their animals on next door like that alone. I'm just like, can I filter those out? Cause that just hard, it kills me. Oh, but well, if you see any needing to rehome an Italian greyhound, please let me I know. I will let you know. Of please course. Let me know. Thank you. But like within the app, you know, everyone's like either sharing like uh, ring cams, like whatever their outdoor cams are showing, either people breaking in, you know, this suspicious guy. And like, you can just like get into the comments. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I want to get in there and just be like, say all these things, but I'm like, it's just these people. <laughs> I just, I just, there's no need for me to do and waste my time. But everyone is either like so naive or like you have the hard courts. Like, this is why you need to carry a gun. And this is you. And then. Oh, and so I'm there just, are some proponents yes, of that already, yes, like speaking that into but the I'm just group. Like, okay. but, then you, but I'm like, well, in that situation, like eh, a gun. Yeah, yeah. Like I understand where you're coming from. Um, but you also have to remember half the people that are posting this stuff are not like they, they sadly like we want to help you. Like, like you are the ones we want to help, but like, you don't want to hear it. And it's just like, everyone wants to think that they live in this like kumbaya, like safe area. And it's just like, well, we shouldn't have to, you know, live our, live, live our lives in fear. And you know, these people who are coming into our neighborhoods, I'm like, yes, but you don't want to accept the reality that this is happening. So you need to accept that. And you don't have to like, completely think like the world is ending, but you need to accept that these kinds of things are happening. And what are you going to do to make sure that you are doing something for your own personal safety, the safety of your home, the safety of whoever's living there? Because like that app, like all the stuff that gets reported, is just like, like, uh, I, I don't like, don't even, don't even read it. Like there are obviously like good things. I want to go read it. (laughs) There are good things because it is. It's like, oh, this person in this neighborhood, keep a lookout. Like, I, I appreciate, like, those kinds of things. But then there's just some, you know, people who are just on there. And it's just like, this guy came to my house. And then everyone just loads up in the comments. And, hmm. and it's just like, but then, like, what's good is, like, I'm like, oh, don't go to that shopping center. Because, like, there's, like, this guy who's, like, targeting people in that shopping center. And it's just like, like, because what I've seen a lot of, I don't want to get off subject. But 
there's been like this car that goes to like a certain shopping center and like apparently people just leave their doors unlocked on their, their car doors unlocked. I, I don't what? understand it. So like people are just stealing, you know, it's like what happens at the gas station. Like you don't lock your door. So someone comes in and just opens the door yeah. and steals your purse. But this is happening at, um, grocery store, like one of the whole foods parking lots. This is happening at people are leaving their purses in their car. They're either leaving it in their car or like is as they're loading their groceries, um, like it's still in their cart. So like this, you know, car creeps up, steals it. But like, they are specifically looking for people who are being easy targets who are not paying attention. And I get it. Like at the grocery store, it's very hard if you have kids and you're trying to juggle like all this stuff. But at the same time, it's just like, what small thing can you do? There's got sure. something small that you can do, yeah. you know, but well, it, I was thinking that the other day. Cause I'm like, look, there's not every woman and we know not everyone, not even everyone in this audience is like ready to carry a firearm right. with and them all of the totally time. Totally okay with that. But it's like, we need to get yeah. you to the point of thinking of your safety in some yeah. firearms here. Let's, let's start here. Well, like all of us have a voice that we can use, or at least all of us can make ourselves a hard target and doing confidence projections. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, Walking with your head held high, walking right. with your shoulders back, keeping, when we say keep your head on a swivel, it's like constantly looking around. Mm-hmm. If someone feels, someone has bad intentions and they feel like you're looking at them and right. you see them, they're usually going to look the other yep. way and they're going to, you know, the, go to the, the next one. The contact is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, those are very easy things mm-hmm. that even if you fake it, even if you are not feeling like you are that confident, fake it. Until you make it, exactly. and somebody will hopefully nine times out of ten pass you over, go to somebody that's right. a softer target, but then you have a tool as backup just in case that mm-hmm. doesn't work. Right. And you know, like that is some that is a practical thing that every single mm-hmm. one of us can do every single day, no matter what. Right. Yeah, and I think that's like why we continue to mm-hmm. talk about this and keep our message out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was getting distracted there for a second because I think Turbo's making noises. Well, who's Turbo? <laughs> First off, uh, we're we're sharing about a the newest member of your family. Oh my and goodness. speaking of dogs, um, why don't I feel you... like I need to give like a little bit of backstory without boring yeah. out the entire world about like my love for French bulldogs. But like, I mean, if you don't know, I have wanted a French bulldog for. Uh, ever I was just say forever back in DC like this is the dog that I wanted we've always wanted two dogs a French bulldog and a Doberman very different dogs those but we've always that's been like our deal like dog family yeah we had cats for so long and sadly they passed away when we were in DC and I was pretty adamant at like no more pets like it was too too hard too hard to and I I have to give a, a quick just from an outsider's observing standpoint so when she's actually like she loves Frenchies. They must feel the love and the attraction because it doesn't matter where we go. You were like snow white to the French dogs. They would come, or the, the French bulldogs, they would come from wherever and they would just find you no matter where we I'm like, I could go, I don't know, seven months and not see a French bulldog. And if I'm with Emily, no matter what, no matter where we are, we would be in New York City and French Bulldogs would come up to her. She would come visit me and she'd see five French Bulldogs and they would come up to her no matter where <laughs> they are. True. So yeah, it was, I mean, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. And so for those that don't know, French Bulldogs tend to be predisposed with uh, disc, spinal disc issues. I knew that I've done all my research. I knew this way before. I knew I already knew, like, if I was going with a breeder, it was going to be a preservation breeder. I had breeders picked out. It was just when the time was right, it was going to be it. But 
going back to like the fact that they have uh, de degenerative disc issues, mm -hmm. I've known this and like I've seen some in like wheelchairs and, and things like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like if I always said to Ben, you know, if we ever came across one, I'd be open to adopting one because like it, I have so much, we have so much love to give to these dogs and we just, you know, animals are for us. Like we, you know, children People probably don't know this about you. Like, I mean, Emily like donates to animal, every animal ad. If you were an animal <laughs> center collecting money, you just need to right now, just send her all of your ads yeah, because will she will donate, donate to every I, I animal just... cause out there. You are a huge animal and it shows how big your heart is too, yes. that you're always wanting to help yes, we've always... all these animals. That's just the way it is. So we had been donating because for people who don't know, there's a huge cat, feral cat community in Dallas. <laughs> I didn't know, know this. And when we moved and when we were renting, I turned out to be my own cat mom and was like feeding the community cats. And that was just like the greatest thing. I was like, oh, I just got these cats that just come by and they relied on me. And then, of course, I was in tears when we moved because I'm like, who's going to feed these cats? Like, <laughs> I think they're fine. But anyway... In all of this, like there's cats again that like need help and we, I'm always donating to different cats because of whatever problems that they've had. Like I've heard stories like this one I was donating to got caught in a fence and it's like it's almost, oh, so like I was donating. Yeah. So I donated to this cat and I was following, you know, this cat's story and I was like, wait, I think it's going to be up for adoption. I'm like, well, let me check. And like we had moved. So like, okay, we have room if we want to yeah. get a pet, I think. I think I'm ready for, for that. And like Ben will get wants a pet all the time. And I'm just like, no, I can't do it. Like it's too much of my heart if something happens. So we go looking for this cat and I was like, oh yeah, I think it's ready for adoption. And then we saw it was ready for adoption. And then like two weeks later, I'm like, well, let's go see if we can go, go visit it. And so I went to like their website, saw the cat was not there. I'm like, oh, must've been adopted. Oh, well, good for that cat. And I was like, huh. What other pets do they have on this website? And you went down the rabbit hole. And I was just like, oh, they have dogs? <laughs> and they had like a drop down. And I'm like, let me select French Bulldog. And this French Bulldog shows up. A photo of him in his wheelies. And I was like, Ben, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> You've got to see this. And he's like, huh. And I'm like reading his whole story. And I'm like... Okay, so his original owner surrendered him. He had a, he, whatever, fell down the stairs or something happened. He's been oh. in this foster for a year and a half. And they were very specific. They're like, he needs help going to the bathroom. He doesn't have control of his bladder. But And I'm just like, oh, you know, all those times when I was like thinking about, you know, adopting a French bulldog that was in need, I didn't actually think about the bladder problem. But okay, whatever. So I'm like, Ben's like, Wait, wait, wait. We need to like do some research on this before we even go down this rabbit hole of adopting this dog. I'm like, okay, it's like we're watching like tons of YouTube videos. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's not that, that's not that bad, whatever. And then so I reach out to the rescue. I'm like, hey, can I meet this dog? They're like, sure. So we set up a meeting. It was like a Saturday. It's like speed meet. dating or no, they I were mean, doing an adoption just... event, but he okay. was not gonna be there. Because <laughs> they had just had him there like the week before. Okay. So they're like, but well, we can bring him if you're going to come, but we want you to fill out the adoption papers to make sure you're like sure. serious. I'm yeah. like, yeah, sure. But I had like a, like a huge list of all these questions. Yeah. Um, which I think was good too, because like we were wanted to make sure that we fully understood what you're getting into. Sure. It's just not like a normal dog. And yeah. so we go to meet him. And of course I'm just like, okay, <sighs> let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's adopt this dog. And let me tell you, that first week we were like, 
uh, maybe we shouldn't have done this. It was a lot more than we had thought. And it wasn't that it was because of like his bladder issues. It was just like, he's three and a half, but it was just like a lot more work just in general was like taking him out. And like, we knew getting a dog would be this much work, but we're just like, we're up early. We're this, we're that. And we're just like, okay. And after the first week of just like us, everyone kind of getting adjusted into like the routine, like everything was fine. And Turbo, his name is Turbo. And um, yeah, everything is like the greatest thing. Well, I have to say for anyone that knows you, knows that this dog literally just like found the pot of gold with you guys because it is going to be the most spoiled, most loved, taken care of dog I've ever seen in my life. I mean, when I call and you're like, just took Turbo to his therapy Yeah, so he goes to physical therapy for his Like weekly. Twice a week. Twice a week, yes, for his laser (laughs) therapy. He has laser therapy, acupuncture, and water therapy. This dog drinks better water than I do. I mean, Emily brings special bottled water to my house and her special bowl for this dog. The booties. Talk about the feet really fast. I just have to, like, you have to tell them what you do for this dog for his feet after y'all go on runs. Because I just, I... My jaw. Every time she tells us, I'm like, my kids aren't even treated this great, and now I feel I like a horrible help mother. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So he does wear booties because his feet drags in in his car, but that's what we're working on to try to get movement. And he does. He is getting movement slowly. His back, feet. His back legs, yeah. his hind legs. Um, but after his walks, like I put, like I clean them off. I like put this like like sanitizing gel on his feet because, like you know, he's I gonna just be imagine you sitting there like massaging it and turbo just. He's not bad. He's a little more just like massaging his feet. He has a little bit more of the like, can we get this over with attitude? (laughs) But he sits there and he takes it. And then I put like his like creams on because it's just like I feel, you know. Kid dog can't have callous feet. No. What did dogs do before there were Emily's in the world that could take care of their calluses for them? Where his hind legs have been like uh, balded from like dragging, like hair is growing back there because like one, he's. The physical therapy is reposition is kind of helping, so he's like dragging a little bit differently when he's not in his car. Okay. And I hundred percent believe it's the creams that I'm putting on his feet. So you know <laughs> what? I think that this dog is the luckiest dog <laughs> on the face of this planet. I've always said, like any dog that gets to be in your house and taken care of by you is just the luckiest yeah. dog in the world. So I'm so happy for y'all because I feel like your little family's complete. It is. It is. He's, he's a handful. But maybe I need your Doberman too. But yeah, I don't know. Like. We we keep saying that he like, takes up like a lot. It's, it's a, that's a it's lot. A lot. Yeah. and like he's and y'all were so used to traveling. Yeah, a lot. So we traveled. We well. So when we got him, we had already bought plane tickets to go to Florida for my niece's graduation, and we're just like, huh, okay, yeah, we can fly with him. We can fly with him. But he's like stocky because like he's had yeah. to use like his muscles to help get him around. And I'm, and then I just got more into like more worried about him flying and just like controlling. You know, his just we have him on a routine, so like we can get him to the bathroom before and all that stuff. Like but it all was the just things like that actual parents think of too about like their own children yeah, and why and so, I don't fly with my kids right now. It was just like, well, what if we get like stuck on the plane? Like, remember when yeah. we got stuck on the plane for like yes. three hours on the tarmac? Yeah. I'm like, what if that happens with him? Like, I'm sure he'll be fine, but I'm just like, I don't know. So then we, you know, canceled our flight and drove 18 hours <laughs> <laughs> to Florida. <laughs> 
the things you do for your children. Exactly. Yes. So, well. but yeah, he's awesome. And we, we love him. Everyone loves him. Well, let me just tell you something. Well, I can't wait quick. for Turbo to like have his own Instagram page because I think every, everybody is waiting for this Instagram page. Cause let me tell you what it's going to be. I think I, I actually have to get a new phone that is larger capacity because I'm running out of space because of the amount of videos and photos I've taken of this dog. Of course. But like, let me tell you with this dog, if you also know Frenchie's became like the number one dog, what AKC named a number one dog. Oh. And they beat like the Labrador who I believe was on that list for 12 years. Yeah, it would not surprise me. And so prior to this, people probably heard about like Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs being yes. um, stolen. So Frenchies have always been like, especially in the last few years, a high target. People have been stealing them. Um, like people are walking them and they steal their dog. And so of course, like I don't, like typically Ben and I will always walk them together mm -hmm. just like safety numbers. But if I do walk them by myself, like both of us are always carrying our firearm. Yeah. Like I carry my firearm. I'm pretty certain it's no one wants to baby. steal a dog <laughs> in a wheelchair. But let me tell you, we've had people pull up next to us, like creepy roll down their window. I'm like, Oh, that dog's real cute. And I'm like, License, I'm like license plate number of a car. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like the amount of people I have had to speak to while walking turbo, like, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like, know that it was going to be a magnet for conversation no. from oh, can strangers. I pet your dog? That's can like I your take... worst nightmare, Emily. I'm like, like people you don't know, like coming up into your personal space. I'm like, they're like, can I take a photo of your dog? And I'm like, no. Yeah. And like, I keep telling Ben, I'm like, even though it's not this bad, if we have strangers, like, you know, not like people with kids, but like ones that like kind of like just seem like weird, we, we need to emphasize that while he looks cute in his cart, he shits everywhere. Even though that doesn't happen, we just need to tell people that because that will prevent them from wanting to steal our dog. There you go. <laughs> I'm just like, because I don't want any, like, I don't know who would see him, but everyone's like, oh, he's so cute. I'm like, yeah, but don't. You're, you don't want to deal with that. Oh, that's... Like, we can't... We're like, he. we can't control when he goes to the... He just goes everywhere. He just goes everywhere. I know he's so cute. I know, goodness. but, you know. Oh, well, I love him. <laughs> he is the sweetest thing. And, you know, since my dog passed away and I was like, in February, if any of you know of any place looking to rehome their Italian Greyhound, we're obsessed with Italian Greyhounds. I'm going to keep an eye out on next door. Like, there are so many scam breeders out yes. there. So... Number one thing, if they won't video call with you, uh, just go ahead and, you know, that's, that's, don't talk that's to them off anymore. The like, that's a number one, like, red flag. Well, I think that's but... happening, too. And it's like what I was saying about, like, French Bulldogs, like, and Lady Gaga's being um, stolen. It's like people were stealing so many because they were... Are they reselling them? Or were they yeah, because them? they became so popular that breeders, like, backyard breeders and these breeders who were not preservation breeders trying to keep the breed intact were breeding... The, we're breeding them and selling them for like five thousand, ten thousand dollars. So of course, like everyone's like, "Oh, that's a high ticket dog." I see a puppy. I'm gonna steal it. And so, whoa! Going back to next door and things I've read, I've seen on next door. There was a lady in I want to say it was like uptown. She was walking her ten year old French bulldog, and she just got a puppy. This guy pulled up, used his child to go up to the lady i'm like oh can i pet your no. dog and by like some like sleight of hand got the collar off the puppy took off running with the puppy the to kid the kid 
to the car that was like the getaway car. And she just like, she said that she like picked up her dog and just started screaming, going after and She got her dog back luckily, but like, that's how crazy people are about oh, French bulldogs right my now. Goodness. And so anytime a dog, it's not just a French bulldog, but these dogs become like super popular. Like yeah. this is the kind of stuff that happens because one, if you want a one that's going to be, you know, bred well, you've got to pay the money. And people want to make quick cash and be like, oh, I've got this dog. It's $5,000. It's just crazy. Well, we but that's all, what we you say have this to, all like, the time. Like, there's people, criminals just don't think like normal no. people. They, they think on just a totally different level. Well, that's and, the thing. It's like you're, but, you want to get a dog and it's like, oh, here's some photos, but I'm not going to FaceTime you or show you show you anything. It's like, oh, hello. Yeah just, yeah, just don't. Do not exchange any money. Don't like, exchange, do, ever, ever exchange any money unless you can go physically see the dog. Right. And, and I'm, I mean, Italian greyhounds are such a, it's, they're not like a super popular breed. They're a rare breed. And so it's hard to, the, there's not a ton in our area that we could just go physically see them. Right. But even then, I mean, really, even then they can fake documents mm -hmm. on if they're reputable breeders. Like it's just, it's, it's just hard. I would rather adopt one that like a family may just not be able to take. We love older Iggy's yeah. too. Like it's okay. It can be a puppy. It can be older. I don't care. Other than the fact that like. I don't want to know, like, they're going to die soon. Well, <laughs> right. All right, so we're heading to YWS this weekend. Yes. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for season four, which has started. We're going to have lots of great guests, like we said, and we're so looking forward to sharing all that with you. Follow us on Instagram at Now Your Average Young Girl. Subscribe to us on YouTube because all of this is going to be available on our YouTube channel. And of course, we're going to bribe you with pictures of Turbo. If you, <laughs> yes. you can see them uh, if you go follow <laughs> us on YouTube. And then also leave us a review, five star review on Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts because that truly is such a simple and easy way for you to support the show and help get us ranked up in the ratings to help make sure that more and more people see it so we can continue to bring you more and more Good episodes. Yep. So thank you guys. All right. Can't wait to be time. back. Yep. <laughs> Not Your Average Gun Girl Show and its related companies, Alexa Athletica LLC and Stami Tactical LLC, shares information that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. A reminder that laws vary for each state, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand applicable laws. Any items, services, products, and advice mentioned during the Not Your Average Gun Girl Show should be used at your own discretion in accordance with your local and state laws, and you should follow applicable manufacturer's instructions. Not Your Average Gun Girls, Alexa Athletica LLC, and Stami Tactical LLC cannot be held liable for your actions based on the information shared.